Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode six in Be With Me. We're in season eight in the book of 1 Thessalonians, and we're going to finish chapter two today. I'm going to title today that Satan understands this lesson. And the reason I'm titling that is there's something very valuable that's mentioned here. In fact, it's so critical that an intergalactic force has been sent to thwart you from having what we're going to talk about today. Think about this. If the the Bible is true, then powers from another world don't want you to have what is the critical element of today's little passage, and that is fellowship, joy amongst each other. So listen in here. This is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 17. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again, but here's the Satan part, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. So we're going to ask the question today, who is your joy and who is it with which you have the time of your life? And who is it that when you are torn away, the first thing you want to do is get back together with them? So in this in this passage, it says, yes, we were physically torn away with you in person. Geographically, we were torn away, but our hearts stayed there. It reminds me of the kid in the Minnesota winter, winters who puts his tongue on a, on a cold metal pipe, and I'm talking really cold, and the tongue freezes to the, to the pipe. And the only way to get your tongue off is to rip the skin off because it is so solidly affixed. This actually happens in my, uh, with my people. And that's a good example here, is Paul is saying, we were so attached together, heart to heart, that when I left you, they, I left a piece of you with me. I left a piece of me with you. That's the way I want to say it. That my heart, I had a piece of my heart torn away and is left and is still uh, attached to you. In fact, so much so that the first thing that, that Paul talks about is after they get torn away, and this letter is actually an example of this because he's sending a letter on the same missionary journey back up the Macedonia, Macedonian Peninsula, back up to the Thessalonians, uh, just weeks or, or months later uh, to check on them. So he's saying, I want to be with you. I can't be with you. And so I'm going to send this. First he sends Timothy. Then he sends first, first Thessalonian letter. Then he sends the second. He he goes to the nth degree to be with them again, again and again. So his first priority right out of the chute after he leaves them and leaves a part of his heart with them is to get back together. Now, I am well aware today that we live in an, an era of loneliness and isolation and our recent troubles, I'm thinking of the, the, the COVID and separation that that has caused, has only made that, uh, that worse. So if you are lonely, if you are isolated, I feel for you and I have an answer for you uh, at the end. All right, one thing I want to just talk talk about is wrong expectations. So Paul is setting the correct expectations here and saying that you guys are very similar to this, the church in Jerusalem. Well, how can that be? It's, you know, as far as they're concerned, it's a million miles away. I think it's 850 miles away. Uh, I might be wrong about that. 
but it's a different world. Most people never travel that far during that period of time. It's a different country. It's a different tribe, a different part of the world. You know, very, very different. Well, what's the same? He says the same process that's happening over there is happening with you. That is, preachers are preaching, people are hearing, people are accepting, and the uh, the Lord is calling people to conversion. So preachers are doing their job, people are doing their job, and the Lord, most importantly, is doing his job, which is a call. And then he says that my conduct is the same, the, the process of after you become a believer does that mean that Paul's perfect? No. Or the Thessalonians or the people in Judea are perfect? Absolutely not. Just look inside your own church. But still, the call is the same, and that is to fellowship. Uh, who is it that is your joy? Great question for today. All right, let's talk about the opposition. So there's there's distance op, uh, opposition, when that's why Paul has to get physically torn away. Then there's uh, difficulty. Who knows? health, uh, ministry differences. <coughs> but the one I really wanted to get to today was demons. And this is how you know what we're talking about here today, that is fellowship, is good. In fact, it's not good, it's great. How do you know that? Well, because an intergalactic opposing force has come to thwart you in this. That is, uh, beings or spiritual creatures from another world have shown up to prevent you from having this. They think, they know, Satan and his minions know that this is so important that if you don't have it, your Christian walk will be hindered a little bit. Okay, so are you lonely? Are you isolated? Then listen up because this is the good stuff. How do you get this? I would say in one word, if I give you one word, how can I get fellowship like this? My answer would be serve. And I would say serve others together. Serve other people, needful people, together in the church. And then if that's not possible, that is, you might need to serve uh, other people that typically you'd be serving with. You may need to be serving them when they cannot serve, when they're hurting so bad or sick or injured. Uh, I would say commit. So serve would be number one. Commit would be number two. Don't walk away. Walk toward, like Paul is saying, at least walk towards with his heart. Make them tear you away from people. These people are your joy. Uh, uh, certainly Paul is demonstrating in his language here about being torn away and being attached and eager to see them again. Remember that this is so valuable attachment to people in the body of Christ. It's so valuable that Satan has voted on how great and important this is. He agrees with Paul. He says, Paul, I agree with you. This is fantastic uh, for the church. And therefore, because I'm on the opposing side, I'm going to oppose it. It's the, it's, it is a critical element of Christianity. Satan understands this. And so should we. At the end of this, Paul says, hey, people, people that I'm walking with, people that I'm ministering with, people that I'm co-laboring with. You are my prize. You are my crown. You are my glory. And you are my joy. Go find people to be your joy today. Look for them in the church. Serve them. Commit to them. And be passionate about them. Thank you for listening, my brothers and sisters.